Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shine a Light on series. Today, we'll be shining a light on building authentic relationships with Marcella Nehemiah. Welcome, Marcella. Thanks for having me, Mariah. I'm excited to be here. Yes, thank you so much for joining me. To start off, do you mind just giving us a brief introduction to who you are? Sure. My name is Marcela Niemeyer. I'm Brazilian and I have been working in human resources for over 16 years. I had a chance of working in some of the large global organizations, including Ford Motor Company, Linda Gases, Laureate Education, where I currently serve as an executive director of Global HR. And as a Brazilian female, it has been a journey to me to achieve one of my biggest dreams that was to have an international career. I always wanted to have that and to come to the U.S. And after 14 interviews, a short trip to the U.S., that was a very quick trip, and a final decision that led to my offer letter, I finally made it. It was very, very exciting. And I remember as if it was today. It was a cold January day in 2017. And remember, I'm from Brazil. So for me, it's, it's super cold. And I finally moved to Baltimore to assume a global HR director role. So very, very exciting. And I'll be sharing some other experiences on how relationships, mentoring, coaching made a difference in my journey and how I was able to contribute with the success of others as well. And I'm very happy to be here, happy to chat and also get some of your perspectives on building relationships. And I think that together we can bring some good insights to your listeners. Yes, I think so too. Awesome. Thank you for that introduction. And I think most importantly, given the conversation we're about to have, I'd love to know what exactly does authenticity mean to you? Yeah. So for me, I think about two things. First one is being myself and the other one is embracing other success. So let me explain it a little bit better. Being myself for me means I'm confident, I have my self-esteem, I don't need validation from others and I'm honest in everything I do and I want to be myself and okay, I fail. All of us fail and this is part of the growth. So it's really saying this is who I am and being myself is also like acting according to my values and my purposes. You know, being authentic is not just about what people think or they say, but really, are they acting in alignment with what they say and how they interact with other people, right? It's not just about me, so it's about me and others. So when I talk about supporting others for their success, I don't mean only at work. I mean my real friends, I mean my family, my colleagues. When there are people that I really like and they are part of my life, when something meaningful happens in their life, let's say a promotion or they get engaged or they buy a house, right? It feels like it's for me. I feel so happy and it's mine. I'm celebrating with them. So to give you an example of what I did this year, because we got to be creative as we are all home and I didn't get a chance to fly to Brazil last year. My best friends, we decided that we would be doing our vision boards with everything that we are envisioning for this new year. And then we got together, we did a FaceTime and we were sharing our dreams, our goals. And we said, that's great because we can be here for each other. And it was very genuine because they are my friends since school. 
So many, many years, they're still in Brazil. And I really want to see them grow. I want to support them. There are lots of things that are family-related, you know, mental, spiritual, work. And we are there to support each other. So this is about seeing others succeed. It's about seeing the people that I like and really being with them in, in that journey. Yes, that was a very... Very good answer. And I, in particular, like the part where you said, you just sort of tell yourself, this is who I am. I'm going to stick to my values. I don't need external validation to be who I am. I love that. And something that I heard you say as well, that I feel like is a little new to me, at least I haven't heard others say it, is this idea that caring about others and genuinely wanting to support them, it's the same in a professional setting and with friends and family, it doesn't have to be like apples and oranges. It's sort of the same logic and the same you going into it. So I, I love that you said that. It's the same you, and I think the pandemic made it more evident. That yes. I am one Marcella. I can't be oh, this is the professional Marcella and this is the friend <laughs> because I'm going to treat everyone with the same respect. Yes. And the people that I get close with, I want to see them achieve what they want to achieve because we get so close that we are there for each other. Yes, I am one Marcella. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess on that note, how easy do you think it is to be authentic? Because I honestly think some days it can almost be more exhausting to just be myself. Sometimes it's easier to just put on a, a mask or code switch in certain conversations. So how easy do you think it is? Yeah, I think nowadays I'm thinking about being virtual and being in the social media. You know, when you are not feeling like, okay, today I don't want to be authentic. Okay, just take a break. You know, don't be connecting with people and be willing to do things if you think, oh, today I am not very patient. And take your time. Sometimes we need to have that time for us. You know, not every day you're going to be like, oh, I'm so happy today. Everything is great. <laughs> and we need to respect that. I definitely agree. When I have those days, I just sort of step away from all things so that I can find my way back to my most authentic self before I interact with others. So I think that's very true. So before I know we're talking today about building authentic relationships, but I'd love to chat about starting them specifically. So how would you say that you start a relationship in an authentic way from your experiences? Yeah. So for me, the way I approach my relationships is with a learner perspective. So that's how I get started. When I did a strength finder assessment, the learner team came, came out for me. So that was, it is one of my strengths. It is about learning, continuously improving myself, learning about others, other cultures, and all those things that really excites me. When I meet someone, I want to know more about that person in front of me. Who is that person? What are their aspirations? How can I contribute? And my experience is very interesting because in different points in time, there were some people that I admired. So let's say I was going to a conference and seeing some people there, some speakers, and I was looking at them and saying, wow, they are amazing professionals. I would love to connect with them and you know benefit from their experience. And maybe there's something that I can bring to the table. And that was my original intent. And then I remember starting those relationships, really showing interest for what they did, how they got there, what the challenges were, and really getting to know the person. For me, it's like always a win-win relationship. Those are my favorite ones. And looking for ways I could also contribute. And one example 
that I have to bring, there are many examples, but is my friend and colleague Magida. We worked at different companies. We're both HR professionals and we went to a training in 2007. So how I and I met her. I got her email, her phone. She got my contact as well. And we interacted a lot. We ended up having a lot of best practice to share, supporting each other. We built like a great relationship. And I, I'll call it, it's kind of a peer mentoring. Have you heard that before? I have. I love this concept. Yes. Yeah, because she's an expert in some topics. I might be an expert in other topics in HR. And we were always there for each other. And still today, we, we support each other in work-related matters, but it's much more than that. As the years went by, our relationship evolved and we became friends. So I remember going to the movies with her, restaurants, traveling. She became a real good friend. She's in Brazil now. I'm here. We still talk. Really, when we're having challenging moments professionally and personally, we were there for each other. And as I, as I said, there are many other examples of people that it started as a professional relationship and it evolved and they didn't need to become my friends. You know, right. there was no need for that. Like, oh, if I become friends, I'm going to sell a product. No, we were already connected and helping each other professionally, but it's just so natural and they evolve. I, I love to see that. Yes. No, me too. And that sounds like a very genuine connection. So I'm glad you two found each other. And I really like your focus early on in your answer about genuinely learning about another person. I often think about how even if you're in the same exact company in the same job role as someone, same age, it doesn't even matter. You two have different stories, like very different journeys on how you got to where you are. So I love this focus on genuinely learning about the other person. I think Sometimes when you reach out to someone on, on LinkedIn, for instance, for a coffee chat, it's hard to remember, you know, I'm having a conversation with another human. This isn't supposed to be purely transactional. Exactly. I love how you say it about another human. People forget it. Yes. Yes. Unfortunately, I agree. I do want to chat about this idea of transactional relationships for a moment. This could come in many forms, right? It could be students just trying to get maybe a referral or even like a salesperson, right? Any salesperson, they might be trying to close a deal. So I'm curious from your perspective, is it possible for transactional relationships to also be authentic? So in, in my opinion, it can, but I would say it would be the exception because they need to be genuine. They need to be authentic, right? And their approach is different. One can notice that they have a product to sell and they're just there to sell the product. It's so evident and it takes time to build a relationship. And those people, many mm -hmm. times in sales, they don't have the time. So they keep pinging you, pinging you, and they don't build their relationship. One great example that I have is not from work and not from my friends, but it's from Brazil. I wanted to open a different bank account when I was coming to the U.S., so I went to another bank. I always had a bank that I had my account. And there was this bank manager and I opened the account with her. I just gave her some of my money. I left the rest in the other bank. And the way she was always there, solving my problems, making my life easier, the way she treated me, the way she really created that relationship was so authentic. And I came to the U.S., I would go to Brazil once or twice a year. She would always call me, 
she would be there. Hey, what do you need? I'm here for you. She was not trying to sell any products. She didn't try to sell any of the bank products. Didn't ask me to bring more money. She just treated me in a unique way that was like very, very personal. And I always said, I have mm -hmm. never seen someone as good as her in her job because she's always trying to do something different, always available, caring about me, caring about my family. And after a few years, I ended up moving all my money to that bank. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And did she ever ask for that? No. Did she ever try to sell products? No. She was, you know, just there, there for me, doing her job in, mm -hmm. in an amazing way. Yes. I think some of the best salespeople seem very authentic, right? So that's a great example. Thank you for sharing that. I do want to chat about now actually building authentic relationships now that we've chatted a little bit about starting them. So to actually sustain a relationship these days, it takes much more than just a single coffee chat, even though coffee chats are, are very popular and I am a supporter of them, but it takes much more than that for a genuine relationship. So how do you stay authentic beyond an initial meeting and keep that relationship going? Yeah, no, that's a very, very good question. I'll tell you a little bit about what happened during the, the pandemic to answer that question. It seems like a lot of things changed and I have built more relationships with new people than in 2019, believe me or not. <laughs> so yeah, and this is because 2019, it just seemed everyone was so busy. It was hard to get lunch together, to get together face to face. And people work at different companies, sometimes different cities, and they'll be like, oh, I'm always busy. Okay, maybe at some point this year, we'll, we'll see each other. At work, it was a little easier because we were there. We had more interactions, daily basis. We could grab our lunch together, coffee. So it was a little easier. And the other thing is that I used to go to HR training, to seminars, business conferences, and always meet people and build relationships. And last year, this didn't happen. And same with my friends. I would go to Brazil once or twice a year, and I'll have FaceTime calls in between, but not as much as I had last year. So with the pandemic, I, I must confess that with my friends, with my family and with professional colleagues, I have been having more virtual touch points than ever before. And everyone was home. Everyone said, okay, I'm not going to my grandma or my parents or family. So it created those type of opportunities. And it worked very well. I did virtual happy hours, virtual dinners, uh, events, celebrations. We, we have to adapt, right? Mm -hmm. Another example of a person that I met on LinkedIn. She's also in HR. I think we had a lot of people in common. And we connect on LinkedIn and we said, oh, let's, you know, have a chat, get to know each other. And it was very nice. Like our first call, we saw we had a lot in common, lots of things and lots of topics to discuss. And we both learned so much from one another that we decided to have more calls. I think we already have like four or five and we're having another one tomorrow, like a happy hour. We exchanged a lot and we saw this is like a relationship where we're both growing and benefiting. She's a new friend, a new colleague, another peer mentoring, as I said. Mm -hmm. And one day I'll meet her face to face. Yes. No, that's lovely. And I like that you highlighted the silver lining of the pandemic in that more people are, are more accessible. And it does seem like everyone's sort of going to different online communities, including LinkedIn, to get that human interaction. Exactly. Yes. That's awesome. And I'm glad you guys 
continuously meet? Do you make a point when you make a new connection that you hit it off with? Do you make a point to always schedule a next meeting? Actually not. I think it's kind of organic because with this person, we have each other's WhatsApp. Okay. And then sometimes like I read something very interesting and I share with her or I have a question or she has a question. So we are kind of always in touch. Mm-hmm. So it seems like more natural. That makes sense. Yeah, because I don't like those relationships where like, okay, I have to call this person because when we start saying have to, have to, have to, then for me, it's it's no longer genuine. It's, it's no mm. longer authentic, you know? And many times, if you think about mentoring relationships, right? And I, I have been in the three places. I have been the one who implemented mentoring programs for companies. I have been mentored by others and I have been a mentor. Mm-hmm. So sometimes like, okay, this is company based. I need to help this person. And then the relationship ends and it ends. But many times I have seen that people would, you know, become very close after the mentoring and they'll get that connection and sustain those relationships. Yes. So I think those are, are the best ones. Yes, no, I, I agree. And I think we've highlighted a bunch of sort of what authenticity means. And as it relates to relationships, obviously, you will essentially feel like yourself feel very human with another person organic, right? But I do want to highlight a little bit your experiences with folks who seem inauthentic. Do those relationships ever last? Or do you do you cut them off? What are your experiences there? Yeah, so no, that's that's a very good question. I work in HR, as you know, and <laughs> right. I led talent acquisition teams in my career. So you must imagine what I'm going to say now. Mm-hmm. And when you work in that area, there are two types of people that come to you on social media, email, they find your email. So I'm not saying everyone is inauthentic, but because of your question, I want to point some, some examples of what some people did and how that came across. So potential candidates. I have seen many people, they were like sending me their resumes like crazy. They didn't see, oh, she's in the US now. I'm sending my resume for Brazil, for Mexico. And they don't investigate about the company. They're just like sending sending it or the role. I'm like, but this is the role you're applying. And the person is like, oh no, but I am already at a different role that is higher. And I'm like, but this is the one you sent me, you know? So sometimes not even paying attention and not building a relationship. And, you know, sometimes they're part of the process. I interviewed them and sometimes they eventually disappear and you never hear from them anymore. Of course, I have great stories of candidates that I keep in touch because (laughs) I want to hire them, you know, in any any company but those are the ones that were very inauthentic and then the same with the search firms and mm-hmm. the headhunters once you are in that position in a company they want to sell you their services right away and then sometimes you don't work with them you don't have that budget or you're working with someone else and they don't seem interested in finding ways to create and maintain their relationships or it's the opposite they are bombarding you they are not authentic because they're every day sending a proposal and they just don't want to build a relationship and understand your needs. And again, those are just examples, as you mentioned, of the inauthentic. I have many, many uh, good ones. Mm-hmm. And the other thing about headhunters and search firms is that I, I have been a candidate before. So I have been there 
And I have participated in processes as well and dedicated many, many hours for interviews, preparing. You know, sometimes you have like cases and, and other things they, they request you and they wouldn't get back, not even with an automated message with a feedback. And I felt like being ghosted is very frustrating, especially mm-hmm. when you are at that level, you know, like leadership level. I was, I was a leader in Brazil before coming here. And they just don't build a relationship. They forget that. And, and they forget that I am in HR and I might not want to hire their services because mm-hmm. of the way they made me feel. Yes. Yes. So those are the inauthentic ones. Yeah. Thank you for sharing these. I'm sure they're not the most fun things to reflect on and talk about. So I appreciate that. But I especially like the last point you made that um, it's sort of like a butterfly effect. People don't realize even one bad interaction, like it's stuck with you, right? It, you, you remember it and it affected how you feel about them way in the future. I think people forget, you know, this memory is going to last for the other person if I treat them poorly or if I'm inauthentic. Exactly. So thank you for highlighting that. Going back to a more positive light, what are some characteristics of your most authentic relationships? I know you chatted about them a little bit, but maybe just the characteristics themselves. Yeah. So again, it's about being myself and being there for other success. And then some of the characteristics that I see a lot uh, when I interact with people that I see they are really authentic is they are willing to mentor others and inspire others with their stories. Mm. They are those people that are always giving back, recognizing others, and they are grateful for for life or for work or anything. Another thing I, I, I see is that they make people feel included. So mm-hmm. people feel like, oh, I have a sense of belonging. They're included in the conversations. They feel important. And then celebration is, is another topic, like celebrating other success. When I was promoted, I was telling one of my friends and, oh, my God, she was so happy. The way she reacted was like as if it was her promotion. So you see, okay, she's really authentic. She's there for me, you know, because some people are like, oh, okay, all right, great. But you can you can tell from someone someone's eyes, even if it's virtually right or their tone of voice. You can you can really tell. And then learning and growing, because as you mentioned, you can work in the same company, same role, but people are different. Mm-hmm. And you learn so much from their stories and you got to value the differences and accept others the way they are and, and learn from that. And then just be genuine and care about each other as, as human beings. Like we are all humans, as you mentioned, and without expecting anything. So I think those are some of the you know characteristics. And I have an example to share with you. Very, very recent so I live here in Baltimore in my one-bedroom apartment. And I was working, I think it was 3, three o'clock or something. It was a cold day. It was a few weeks ago, and I heard the fire alarm. And I'm like, fire alarm? You know, sometimes it just goes off. And I'm like, okay, sometimes that happened. But then the power went off. I was like, oh, no, everything. I never saw that. I'm, I have been here for four years all the power. I'm like, that's scary. Something is going on. I got to go down and and see what's happening. So I got my phone, my coat, because it was cold, and I went down. And I wrote an email to my team at work. 
uh, all of them just said, hey, you're not going to find me on Microsoft Teams. Um, something's happening. I don't know. Um, I'll, I'll let you know. But the fire alarm, the power went off. I'll let you know as soon as I figure out. Because I wanted, I didn't want them to think I'm not committed or I disappeared, right? I didn't know how long that was going to last. And to my surprise, one of my colleagues from work, a dear colleague from work that we work a lot together, he texted me and he said, Marcella, anything you need, you know, if you don't have power and it's cold, you can come to my house with my family. We will welcome you. And I was, I felt like this is so genuine. He could say it's in the middle of COVID. I have my family. No one is going to come to my house. And he said, no, I, I trust you. I know you don't go out of the house and, and you have a place in case you need. And I really felt, wow, that's really caring and, and human and very, very authentic. Yes, I love that example. And I, I am definitely glad that happened. And thank you for sharing that list of characteristics. The three that really stuck with me of what you said are to support and celebrate others as if jealousy does not exist and empathize with others as if you're in their shoes, right? Yeah. And then the last thing that I loved is include others in every conversation, knowing that everyone has a voice to share. So thank you for that. Thank you for that example you shared. Yeah, thank you. My last question for you, we're already here. Any last words of wisdom for folks looking to make genuine and authentic connections? Yeah, what I would say is be yourself. Don't try to pretend to be different, to be different because you want others to see you. That doesn't work. Oh, I need to be like that because that's how they want me to be. That's that's not going to work. Don't think about you in the relationships. Think about what you can give. Not just what can I get from the relationship, but what can I give? And if the person is really authentic, the partnership will happen. It's going to be mutually beneficial and it's going to develop naturally. So that's what I I would say. I love that. Thank you. Beautiful last note. And thank you so much again for joining us, Marcella. It was great chatting with you as always. Yeah, so great to chat with you, Mariah. I really appreciate. It was very nice and I hope it can benefit your listeners. As always at Opal, we shine brighter together and we'll see you next time.